Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on this Monday. What will hopefully be be the beginning of a great week for you. We are quickly hurtling to the election. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk a little this week about the politics that seems to be consuming us. I want to begin today with a question. What should you believe in the politics and media? That's the question. And what's the answer? Not much. Not much. And I don't care if you are a Republican or a Democrat or an Independent. I don't care if you watch MSNBC or Fox News. What to believe? Not much. Now, why is that? It's because at the end of the day, politics and media either tell us what we want to hear or what they want us to hear. If we're not listening, if it's not controversial, if people aren't talking about it, they don't make money. If politicians don't tell their constituents who voted them in what they want to hear, they don't get elected. Now, as long as we're smart and demand truth, we'll get what we want. Because politicians will know that's what we want. But that's not what has happened over the years, has it? What we want is not truth. We want to hear the things that we can agree with. We want to hear the easy things. We want to hear the things that tell us what we want to hear in general. You know, I spoke last week about George Washington's farewell address, and he spoke on how keeping the freedoms of liberty demanded a people shaped by morality and religion. I believe this is why. If you have a country where the core of your life is morality and religion, That is what you will get. People will at least be a little guilty about lying and chasing after the wrong things. But when you lose that, people become driven by what? Their lesser angels. Greed, desire, envy. I want that. Okay? Whether you're going to go on your vacation to Disney World this year is more important to you than are your kids good people. Being in church Sunday morning is less important than making it to the soccer game. And guess what? Republicans and Democrats make that choice on both accounts. And that's what we've become. That's what we've become. And because of that, politicians in the media, they're afraid to speak the truth, even when they know the contrary is what is true. Because they're afraid that this country of people driven by our lesser angels is going to get mad because we didn't hear what we wanted. And so they get driven further and further and further down one direction. That is why I only trust politicians who occasionally are willing to say unpopular things to their base. Rand Paul is a great example. I like Rand Paul. He says many things very often 
that don't fit with a lot of Republicans. He says things very often that even the people that voted for him don't like. But you know why they like him? Because they know he's always driven for a search for the truth. That's what I like about Rand Paul. Now, there are very few of those. I've had a lot of experience in Washington, D.C., dealing with some pretty powerful, especially congressmen and people in government. And I'm going to tell you, whether they were Republicans or Democrats, all of them are motivated by primarily one thing, money. Now, getting in power, they might be motivated by a whole bunch of righteous things. But once they get there, what are they consumed by? Especially congressmen who got to get elected every two years. They are consumed by the money to get reelected. They are consumed by the money to appease lobbyists who got them elected. And sadly, many of them are consumed by how am I going to make money for my family while I'm here. Now, they do all this while they appear to argue over fundamental issues. But they all agree on one thing, money. Which is why, by the way, government gets bigger and more of ours is taken. Now, both sides of the aisle have different ways of making government bigger. Okay? Republicans want to make the government bigger through the military. Republicans want to make government bigger, you know, through Republican things. Democrats want to make it bigger through Democrat things. But at the end of the day, they want to make it bigger because you know why? The bigger they make it, the more money they got to give lobbyists. Lobbyists that when they get out, hire them for crazy sums. You know, a congressman gets out of Congress and they have like the year or whatever, two-year waiting period. There are a million lobbying firms that will pay them $500,000, a million dollars a year to do nothing more than set up meetings with their buddies that are still in Congress. And that's just the congressman directly. They'll do the same thing for family members, brothers, cousins, big, huge corporations, especially in the military, man. The military loves hiring ex-Defense Department officials, ex-congressmen, paying them huge amounts of money to have lunch, you know, with, you know, Mitch McConnell, or to have lunch with some staffer, a Nancy Pelosi, that when they get out of the lights, there's not really much difference between them. And you know why they get away with it? Because we let them get away with it, just like the media. You know, you know why the media lies to us? Because they basically see people as sheep and they try to hurt us in the direction they want to hear, hurt us. And as long as people watch them, they don't care. As long as they got enough sheep to watch and to buy what they're selling, which is buying means that you're giving them their, your eyeballs so they can then sell it to advertisers, okay? It's why I try to watch all kinds of different media all kinds of different sides of the aisle. I try to investigate myself. And I always try to remember at the end of the day, now there are exceptions to this. I mean, sometimes they're conservative types that are greedy and they will use liberty and freedom to sell us things that they want and they're not really concerned about our liberty and freedom. But in general, and it's why it's so important to me to teach it to our kids, that I always ask myself one thing when it comes to the media, when it comes to politicians of both sides of the party, are they trying to increase my liberty or freedom or decrease it? Do they seem that truth and hard truths and things that are hard to say they're willing to follow? Are they moral? 
Do they have a morality? Do I think there's someone that goes to church on Sunday? And if all those questions are answered to my satisfaction, well, then I'll tend to believe it. But if any of them aren't, I start to raise an eyebrow. Are they just trying to sell me something? Are they just trying to tell me what I want to hear? Do they have a morality and a sense of freedom and liberty that informs what they do? Is their vision for our country the same as mine, one of freedom and liberty? Is it George Washington's? And by the way, you know, you'll say things like that today and you'll get people hating on you, but why? You know, people are always like, look how America's changed. Guess what? America was founded on liberty and freedom. And all those things people like to poke at America, problems we've had in our past, the way women were treated, the way blacks were treated, guess what? All of those were overcome because we were a country founded on liberty and freedom. And eventually, because it was written into our Constitution, that drive towards liberty and freedom overcame those things and made us more free. Well, now it's getting twisted. It's getting twisted. People are taking away freedoms. People are wanting ways to get our money to make our lives more determined by government, not us, by some expert we see on TV motivated because Fox News or MSNBC is giving them a $250,000 consulting fee to go on TV once a week and say what their listeners want them to hear. You got to dig deeper. You got to look at the facts. You got to be informed. You got to speak up. You got to hold people's feet to the fire. You got to teach your kids the same thing. Teach your kids about George Washington. Teach your kids about Thomas Jefferson. Teach your kids about the men who were willing to take up arms at the beginning of our revolution. The families that were willing to live for the truth to pursue liberty and freedom. Most politicians, most people in the media, on both sides of the aisle, see us as sheep that they would herd to make them money. Those that don't fall in that camp are few and far between. Educate yourself, find them, support them. Demand truth. Call it out when you see it. Do not let corruption go unanswered. Social media is the same way. They're very political. They know that in many ways they exist and are allowed to do what they do because of politicians. And so if they think someone they've paid money to is unhappy and that person wants them to hide something on your Twitter feed or hide something on your Facebook feed, they'll do it. Or rather than allowing you to be informed with good ideas and bad ideas, real news and fake news, and let you make the decision, they want to make the decision for you. Which is kind of what politicians do, isn't it? They want to make the decision for you. Which is why money in politics is so dangerous. Because the, even if you're the most humble in the world, person in the world, there's an arrogance of running for politics. Because the arrogance is, these people are going to vote me in, and then I'm going to make decisions on behalf of them, which is kind of like saying, I'm going to make decisions for you. And it is a rare person that can straddle the fence between humility 
and I'm making the decision for thousands, if not millions of people. And at the second that ego takes over and then money gets involved, you now have somebody that regardless of how they started and how they got there, they're in it for themselves, which is another reason we need to vote politicians out more frequently. Term limits are probably a good idea. I don't know how anybody can stay in that position for very long and not be corrupted by it. And if they knew that it couldn't be some long-term thing to making money and enriching their family, you'd get a lot less people going into it for those reasons. If it was something, come in for a couple of turns, do what good you can, you know, four years, six years isn't really enough to become crooked and milk it and make millions, you'd get a lot more people willing just to come in for a few years and do it than go back to whatever it was they were doing. You know, we need more farmers. We need more contractors. We need more preachers. We need more teachers. We need more people like that, everyday working people, to go into politics, do it for a few years, and then go back to what they were doing. A great reminder, a great reminder of what I talked about today, about teaching this to your children, talking about it in social media, talking about it in your community, asking people to consider liberty and freedom when they vote. From Psalm 25, verse 5. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. When we allow God to guide us, it takes us to where we need to go because we know it is based on truth and a willingness to teach, and we have got to be willing to listen. We need more politicians and people shaping opinions in the media to follow this, people willing to follow and be guided by truth. And then to teach us in the humility so that we can listen and learn. And we need to hold our feet to the fire. But that's not what has happened. We've allowed ourselves to be guided by 30-second commercials. Shiny things. Advertising. Lobbyists. Big corporations. The stock market. Things that at the end of the day, they don't care about us. They just want our eyeballs or our fingers on the phone, or our money. And unless, as a country, we demand liberty and freedom and truth, we will never get it. And they will just tell us it's important because, in a way, we want to hear it and believe, yeah, we're America, we're free. But at the end of the day, what do we do? We go through the rat race. We do what they tell us. We do what they tell us with our kids at school. We do what they tell us about building our 401k and retiring. They do what they tell us about what they want us to believe so we remain those good consumers and we get further and further away from who we should be, who we were meant to be, what this country was meant to be. Free, driven by a sense of liberty and truth. So until tomorrow, my friends, demand it, own it, fight for it, speak out about it, do not let people whose primary focus is money guide you. Be guided by God. Be guided by liberty. Be guided by freedom. The things that will take you where your family and you need to be, not where your lesser angels want you to be. So until next time, my friends, aim high. Spread your wings. Let freedom ring. Let the, angel, let the angels fly. Let the eagles lift you up closer to heaven. 
and keep your eyes on the things that matter. Truth, freedom, liberty. I am your host, Silouan. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.